Hey, podcast listeners, before we get started, if the IRS is freaking you out right now and you want to do something about it, you can call me at 833-243-5455 and set up a free 30-minute consultation or log on to watkinspodcast.com. I've got a short letter on that No Frills page. It'll take you about 90 seconds to read. And if you like what I'm saying, you might want to consider becoming a client. And if not, hey, no big deal. Keep listening and subscribe to this podcast so you can keep hearing the free content on how you can fix your tax problem today. So if you owe the IRS, you may have noticed that they have been pretty active lately filing a bunch of liens. And this is the IRS's way of letting the world know that you have a tax problem. These liens are also pretty nasty if you're trying to sell your home or refi to a lower interest rate. It's a pretty extreme measure at the IRS, and it means they want all the money that you owe them, and they want it right now. But there are a few things you can do to get these things lifted short of paying everything that you owe right now. For example, if you owe less than $25,000, a tax professional may be able to get these lifted in about 90 days. If you owe more than $25,000, there are things like the IRS's Offer and Compromise Settlement Program that gets them off once they accept that. Now, we've helped thousands of taxpayers in an IRS mess, so we can probably help you out here too. We can help you out in all 50 states. So if you have a tax problem, I again encourage you to call me at 833-243-5455 or log on to watkinspodcast.com and set up a time there to talk to one of our tax experts about getting some help today. Now, back to your podcast. IRS problems are scary, but they don't have to be. Travis Watkins has been helping troubled taxpayers with customized plans to negotiate with the IRS and stop immediate threats to their livelihood so they can get a good night's sleep again since 1999. Now, here's Travis. Travis Watkins here, um, coming at you live here on Facebook. And I wanted to discuss a couple more strategies with you on what's yours and what's theirs when it comes to filling out an IRS collection information statement. I kind of ran out of time yesterday, and I was talking about some pretty important stuff when it came to filling out one of the IRS's forms when you owe taxes and try to ask them for a collection alternative or a remedy, and that is the IRS Form Form 433 tongue twister there, Form 433A for individuals. And we were looking at a little example there, and I wanted to go back to that thing and show you a couple more things with it that I think that you'll find useful. And we were looking at this yesterday. This is an IRS Form 433A, and just kind of a recap of what we've already looked at. The left-hand side of this thing on at Section 5, Monthly Income and Expenses, talks about your, your income on the left-hand side and your expenses over here. And we went through this particular taxpayer's uh, expenses yesterday. The ones in yellow are set by national standards. And you can get the national standards. Um, I've got that over here on the IRS's website, that's irs.gov, you go to file businesses and self-employed, small business and self-employed, and I just happen to be on local um, transportation standards, 
but you'll see all these different types of standards that they have here. General, national standards for food, clothing, and other items, if you just click there. National standards for out-of-pocket health care expenses. Local standards for housing and utilities. Local standards for transportation, which we'll be looking at in just a moment. And that's pretty much the universe of things there. And you'll go to that particular page there at irs.gov to figure out what the national standards are for expenses that they'll accept for these food, clothing, and miscellaneous uh, vehicle ownership costs under transportation costs there as well and um, out-of-pocket health care costs. All right. Um, this particular person um, looks like they only listed one vehicle and I wanted to show you see the, um, the the net difference of their income and their expenses for this particular person their net income was uh, eleven uh, $1,191 in other words that's what the IRS thinks is theirs at the end of every month and um, let me just show you if we go to the transportation standards under ownership costs, not operating costs, but ownership costs. Um, one car is $497. Two cars would have been $994. So they had a they had one listed at $503 um, and then um, had their ownership costs at uh, at $504, which actually exceeds um, what that would have been. But if they would have listed two cars there, then that would have actually, the difference there is about $500. That would have brought that net uh, difference down from $1,191 minus uh, about $500. That brings it down to, you know, almost $700, $691 uh, would have been their net disposable income there, which makes a big difference. It's only about a $500 difference, but it made a, would have made a big difference when you extrapolate that. You take it times the amount of months left in the, in the IRS's collection statute, which is the statute of limitations. So it makes a pretty big deal uh, when, when you strategize like that. And I have a, an interesting story Hey podcast, quick interruption here. Have you been up at 2 a.m. worrying about your IRS problem again lately? You know, IRS problems have a way of ruining all aspects of your life. They take a toll on you financially, physically, and emotionally. You can never really forget about them as they come back every morning when you wake up. It's time to call Travis Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm right now and start sleeping again tonight. Travis Watkins Tax will talk to the IRS for you and help you get the best deal available for your unique situation with the IRS with programs like the Fresh Start Initiative and the IRS's Offer and Compromise. Call me at 833-243-5455 and set up a free 30-minute consultation or log on to watkinspodcast.com. I've got a short letter on that No Frills page. It'll take you about 90 seconds to read. And if you like what I'm saying, you might want to consider becoming a client. And if not, no big deal. Just keep listening and subscribe to this podcast so you can keep hearing the free content that we offer on how you can fix your tax problem today. 
Now, if you call us in the next 30 minutes, we'll also send you our free confidential insider report, How to End IRS Problems Forever. That number again is 833-243-5455 or log on to WatkinsPodcast.com. Now back to your podcast. Revolving around just what we just looked at, the transportation costs, I had a a gentleman that was in a very similar situation there. We were trying to get legitimately down his his net disposable income every month to try to cut a deal with the IRS, and he only had one vehicle listed on his collection information statement. We sent it off for an offer and compromise in this scenario. And um, what happened there is they said, well, he's got too much uh, disposable income there. We think that we can collect everything that we're saying that he owes. Would you like to take a second crack at this? And so I offered him the, I guess, kind of unorthodox advice to, to him anyway, to go out and get him a second vehicle. And he looked at me like I was crazy. He was like, well, I'm, I owe the IRS. Aren't they going to look uh, unfavorably at me going and buying a car while I'm in the deal-cutting process here and they're examining all my expenses? And I said, well, yes, generally speaking, they will. But I want you to go out and get a car that has an ownership cost of whatever it was at the time, something around $500. And uh, being the deal maker that this guy was, he was a he was a good businessman. He said, "Well, okay, I'll go out and I'll get myself a a, a deal, and uh, well, I'll get this thing crammed down. I'll steal this car, basically, you know, uh, get it for nothing, and uh, I will I will have this second vehicle for you, and I'll I'll get it down to about you know two hundred dollars a month." And I said, "No, no, not two hundred dollars. Make the." Go out and get this vehicle and make it be right on the button, five hundred dollars a month in ownership costs. And uh, he, you know, he said, "Well, okay, you know, this is against everything I believe in, but I'll go go out and and uh, fall on my sword here and not get a humdinger of a deal and 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 get it right on the button at five hundred dollars, which he did. We showed that to the IRS, and lo and behold, we got ourselves an offer and compromise because." We were right there at the national standards, and the IRS would accept that, and not a dollar more or less, really. Um, you, you might as well go ahead and, and get legitimate expenses and, and bump them up to those national standards at the very least, and it can make a big difference. That $500 per month in you know, what you're collection potential could be if you're if you've got like five years remaining on the statute you know of limitations there with the irs and you're whittling off you know five hundred dollars a month let's do the math on that over uh, 60 months you know that's uh that's 30 grand off the uh, off of what the irs believes that they could collect against you uh over the course of say five years so it can make a big difference and these are the types of strategies that you need to be employing when you're doing that collection information statement that form 433a and uh, to, to legitimately 
get your reasonable collection potential down as low as possible so you can get some type of a uh, of relief from the IRS, be it offer and compromise or even installment agreements. Nowadays, uh, you'll, you'll have to be doing employing these same types of strategies, all right?